Welcome to another episode of the Japan Boys podcast. Uh, thank you for your patronage. Thank you for coming back. If this is another episode you're tuning into, if this is your first episode, welcome. We hope that you like what you hear. Uh, my name is Jason, and I am joined today with the rest of the Japan Boys, um, as well as uh, a new member to the podcast who who hasn't yet spoken. And so. Uh, some introductions, boys. I guess I'll go first. Yes, sir. But, uh, yeah. What up? Yeah. <laughs> what up? Uh, I'm Justin. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Man. What, what am I doing? Plugging? Doing my plug? Yeah, yeah. Do your plug. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, social plug. media plug, man. Like I barely Let use. Mind you, what's your website? uh you can find me on instagram with two posts i think i'm private though so don't even bother following me but it's uh at hey it's justin i think an f at then but yeah don't really post to be honest because of covid and stuff um other than that i'm pretty much just like playing valorant all fucking day after i finish work that's right yes, hey, yo, catch this guy one-on-one -on -one valorant I'm hey yo immortal rank yo Watch oh out. yeah, no, it's iron straight up. Catch okay, hey, flex on him. Yeah, mm. <laughs> we're not gonna be talking about games just yet in this uh, this podcast because I, I believe a new game is coming out um, towards oh, the end of the month. It's uh, Elden Ring, and uh, pretty much the boys in this podcast will be playing it, and then we'll give their honest review, maybe in an episode near the future, but. We'll keep games to another, another podcast episode. But I even believe that Elden Ring is just going to be an episode itself because I don't think you're going to be talking about anything else other than that. Maybe, maybe. I mean, if it's a good game, which I've got such high hopes, then yeah, we'll. It'll be a while. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Gonna be a two-parter. Yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know when it'll all get done. Like knowing you guys, well, it doesn't have to be completely done. Like you can get to a certain part and then be like, "Okay, this is my expect. This is what I've seen so far," and then you give another honest review at the end, which is probably in a year, <laughs> something. Mm. Knowing all you guys, actually, so there is one more person that we are missing on this podcast. But knowing these guys right now and the way that they play the game, when you play the game, <laughs> that's the joke for Francis. Um, but when they play the game, they play it like to the tightest, like detail, like anything that they they can do, they will do and avoid the main storyline and just play it. These are the guys you want to talk to when it comes to these type of games. Definitely. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm playing through Dark Souls three again right now. Just do in guys, preparation. Do you guys 100 percent your games? No, like those ones. Uh, if if the achievements bullshit, like do this 20,000 times and the thing takes like an hour to do i'm not doing that hmm. but, but you knowing... two listeners will have to find out later <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but knowing francis man like yo you you can platinum games like i remember oh, yo, chill, chill. i have three platinum games and they were all made by the company platinum <laughs> Oh damn! Damn! No, no, no! I didn't plan on those games. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a joke. 
Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So I'm gonna give a, sh- a little bit of a shout out here before we. I'll let Jay introduce the topic today because I think it's a little bit more of a topic uh, for, especially Justin, um, who Whoa. can really give his opinions on this because we did talk about this in the first episode. But um, I got to give a shout out to everybody and anybody that has been listening to the podcast. Uh, I know there's only three episodes in, but you guys have, the those that have DM'd us, you know, I'm going to give a shout out to Ron. I'm going to give a shout out to June. I'm going to give a shout out to Garland. That's uh, Chris's friend. And then everybody else that's been giving us really good feedback on some of the things that we've been doing. Shout out to you guys. You guys are the best. You are supporting us in every small success or any any small type of feedback and everything that's coming back to us that's small successes for us and hopefully in the future you know everything will get a little a lot bigger but you know that makes us happy because you are supporting us thank you guys so much and it's so funny because you know ron and june you guys will be extra interested in this topic today because y'all about high fashion right so jay (laughs) with that preface give us the lowdown here yeah. Um, something something from the very beginning when we started this podcast, we knew we wanted to talk about was high fashion. And, you know, if you tuned into the first episode, we we got into a little bit of it, you know, with regards to hype and and cloud. And, you know, we, we spoke on Virgil and um, yeah, I mean, as of the recording of this episode, it hasn't been too long since, you know, Fashion Week had wrapped up. Um, had a lot of thoughts on 2022. And, you know, just to say, like, um, I think I think some of the other members of the podcast, you know, aren't 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 following you know the shows um, as mm-hmm. much. You know, it's more so just a general interest in fashion, and I think that that's fine. I think mm-hmm. that the conversation that we're going to have is, you know, in no way supposed to be considered a high level conversation on fashion. I think I think now is just a really good opportunity to talk about what we like and you know what draws us to specific designers and and what what kind of goes through our mind when we decide we want to you know pick something up. For sure. Yeah, yeah, it's different for everyone. So I mean, go ahead, go ahead, Francis. Oh no, I'm just saying it's it's good uh, to like talk about it because we've never really talked about what we really like about uh, certain pieces and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, growing up with all of you, um, I mean, Justin more recently, I can definitely see some. We all have our different fashion senses, but we're also in the realm of trending okay um and that is probably what we want to talk about because um each of our styles are super different they're influenced by either trending things that you see in the newspaper i don't know if you read newspapers anymore and even just like you know social media the way that social media really uh, has portrayed fashion or what's new and things that you have to get your hands on. It's, I've said this before, it's fast information and we have to digest it as quickly as possible. And if you want to adapt that to our own sort of fashion sense, you know, like if you want to get with that, then sure, that's that's the way that it's going to be. So it's going to be a, a really good topic today, I believe. For sure. Let's get in. Let's get um, in. And so yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't really want to uh, start it. <laughs> and so uh, I might, I might ask the question just generally. Um, what's, what's some things that you know you guys have picked up recently? 
Mm. Oh man. You know, who bought who bought something last? That's. Uh... I think that might be you, Francis. Oh me? Yeah. I was yeah like, I, uh, I, what what was around your neck? You know. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> so what? Uh, uh, am I just gonna, gonna talk about like what I like? Yeah, what go into it. Stuff? What'd you buy, yeah. man? What what's that thing around your neck, man? All right, well, uh, I'm crazy, so I try to find, like, uh, things that are different. And one of my recent pur- recent purchases was uh, a gold chain that's a lighter holder. So you put the lighter inside, and you just hang it around your neck. Someone needs a light, you just pull it out. Got you. <laughs> and um, I don't know, that was a big hit with you guys. So I'm such a fan. <laughs> it was yeah, yeah, just so yeah. Good. And then um, the thing I I can't I can't just buy one thing, so I had to add something else to it. Uh, I bought a hat that has a chain around it, and like uh, you know those strings to keep it from getting lost. Yes. Uh, yeah, the chain is. I mean, yeah, the, <laughs> the string is also a chain, so mm-hmm. uh, I guess it weighs it down so it doesn't fall off. That's pretty cool. Um, that's it that's the last okay. thing i bought um so do i talk about like why i sure sure items? yeah uh, yeah man. i mean you, yeah. you said a bit you know you're crazy you look for something that's different but yeah, yeah, talk, yeah, yeah. Talk on like, that. if it's something that uh seems strange but kind of cool it's definitely on my radar Hmm. Like uh, and if it has some sort of utility, for sure. Oh yeah, you definitely love the utility stuff. Like if yeah. it has something extra that you can do something extra to it, you will get it. And so, yeah. okay, so I think um, what people need to realize is like, what's the difference between extra, like what we've seen as extra now, but what's Francis's extra? And so oh. I think, I, like, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Like, um, what's it called? What's that store? Muji. Mm-hmm. A lot of that stuff is like pretty plain. Uh, I like it, but sometimes like I need a little bit more pockets. Uh, maybe a little bit of trim somewhere. Uh, zippers, zippers. You know, in that Final Fantasy uh, look. You know. So would you would you base <laughs> yeah. your fashion on? Final Fantasy, or what some people might not know is techwear. For techwear, it looks a little bit more steampunk, right? But you're not to that caliber, or something just like a little bit lower than that. I'm not gonna say techwear because uh, it's definitely not. Yeah. But I don't know. There's no, not really any category that I go for. I just, um, I see it, I like it. And if it's not a thousand dollars, then maybe I'll buy it. Oh, so, less than a thousand, like five hundred bucks. Jeez. Wait, I mean, what? I I, I want. <laughs> yeah, knowing, knowing Francis and knowing Francis's style, like he's never been one to follow a hype. Yeah, yeah. Still, still, like looks for something that's gonna gonna stand out and and you know differentiates him from everyone else, and I respect that. Yeah, I don't. Don't care at all about hype because I don't want that to control me. Yeah. Um. 
I'm don't think me going first is the best because I might like trash other people's stuff without knowing it. And, you know, <laughs> Not at all. But, That's, um, okay. That's okay. Give a good preface on what your taste is, right? And maybe you can come back later if you find out something else. Because, uh, Jay, I already know what you're going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, well, it's just, it's just, it's just like different but not crazy. Yeah. And useful but not over engineered and not over priced. Mm -hmm. yes. Jay, can, uh, can I actually say something first before you yeah. ask anything? And so, what's really cool about Francis is that he, he can actually utilize almost everything and anything that catches his eye. When he went to Japan, and I think a lot of us sort of sort of do this, we went to pretty much the fashion mecca of Japan, and that was Harajuku. And what we were able to find, and actually seeing how Francis uh, stylizes himself and what gets his taste, oh my gosh, like if this guy had like a million dollars, he would buy like all these different types of clothes that he can mix and match to match his style. And it's really cool. Like, you know, it's 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 an inside joke for us because we did have a little bit of a of a a fashion runway happening when we oh, yeah, went back. <laughs> no, it was. It we was do it again. Oh, I'm fucking down, man. Like, if we go back to Japan, we're going to we're going to Nagoya to go to their to their fashion district, back to Harajuku or Osaka, because even these individual cities have their own um, different fashion styles and tastes. And getting okay, maybe think I'll take a step back. What gave us this not advantage, but what allowed us to really become creative in our fashion space was the thrift stores. The thrift stores have everything, right? Yeah. You may have that individual piece of clothing, but what it allowed us to do, because Harajuku was such the is the mecca of fashion, like the fashion district in in uh, Japan, we saw everything. And seeing Francis' creative mind and the way he perceives fashion, it's a beautiful thing. I don't see it all the time because the stores here in Canada, when it comes to uh, thrifting, maybe we're not doing it enough, um, doesn't go up to Francis' standard. But when he does find something, he will adapt it to his style. And it's pretty sick seeing his Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess that's the thing. Like, yeah. If I see something, I'll make it work. Oh, 100%. Like, if I really want to use it. Yeah. Have you ever um, thrifted at Kensington Market? Like, there's quite a few, like, good places there. When I, like, went quite a while ago. Mm. Um, it's better than like that. Yeah, I think it's because we don't have that. I'm not saying we don't have enough time anymore, but now that we're thinking about it, like, yo, Francis, you should definitely hit up Kensington Market. You should hit uh, hit up like Plato's Closet because they have a lot of stuff that you would be interested in. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. I'm down, man. I'm, I'm down. Saying, yeah, there's a lot of secondhand, uh, secondhand outdoor shops like our stands stalls whatever you want to call them yo garage sale let's go <laughs> yo even a garage sale man you, you never know like going yeah. back to the japan example we were joking around with a leather button up and made mm. francis wear it and you know we we're all laughing but then when he finally <laughs> wore it and looked in the mirror i'm like yo francis you could pull this off man this is really yeah. good i i knew it was gonna be fire if the price yeah. was right 
there's no way oh he was leaving the store without it. Oh my god! Yeah, if I, it wasn't I, like the last few days that we were there, yeah. I would have worn that all week. Yeah, I, I want to say that Francis definitely has a skinny, tall boy confidence in his look. As in, you, you know how usually you could just slap anything on a guy who's like six foot two. Uh, skinny and then he just manages to pull it off francis has that confidence like he can just mm. you know, slap whatever yeah and, you're and right. without the requirements yeah without the requirements he's making his own thing mm-hmm. and and so what i think for francis is that when we're at thrift stores he doesn't care about brands he, he doesn't care if it looks sick it's sick but if like a specific brand is tied into it he won't even look at it he will just be like, okay, if this works, it works. So th- 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 I think that's oh, wow. one of the sick, sick, sick things about about you. Yeah, like yo. that's why that's why when we went to Japan and went to actually Harajuku, like you had a f- um like a, a fun time, like an amazing time there, just seeing all these different things that you could do, uh, fashion wise, and it was it was really really cool to see. Like I I've seen your creative side before, but when it comes to these kind of things, it's totally different. It's like, you know, when you have a bunch of Lego and um, it's all mixed up and you're like, yep. shit, what am I going to do with this? What am I going to make? It's like, and then you just build something and put it together. That's, that's kind of, I guess, explanation. Yeah, it makes, so, it makes sense. I don't know. I guess that's that, me. That was, that was the whole thing of the Lego movie, right? That you got you to gotta build outside of the instructions. And yeah, like, um, I think. I think having the confidence to just wear what you want, not caring about how other people will, per- will perceive you. That's, that's the key to like, you know, real style. Like, you know, you should be dressing for yourself and nobody else. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 that's some, that's some sage advice. <laughs> it was wise men first like in the first episodes now it's sage i like this we got to write all these different words wizard was another one like. terms are getting heavier and heavier man no man i don't know i just heard this word and i want to use it sage sage has six pets sorry new root of reference um, um and yeah I, I i think one of the things francis had said too was you know he doesn't want to say anything that's gonna like put down someone else's style Let, let's just preface that too that like you know, we may have differing opinions on, you know, style, but at the end of the day, don't listen to what we say. Just because, like I said, you know, if, if you're wearing something because you like it, then awesome. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's that's all we ask for. Um, I think more than anything, our opinions should be kind of a framework to help you kind of, you know, think think about the reasons why you pick what you pick, you know? Yeah. And I think that's what we're going to be deep diving on. 100% yeah. self-expression. Don't be a bitch. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> Bringing that out, um, yeah. And so, yeah, Francis got like a a very specialized fashion sense. Like, I, if this guy started a Instagram page or Instagram profile, if you guys want to see more of that, hit us up on the the question section and be like, "Yo, we want to see this." And I'm like, "Okay, yo, man, yo, I'm gonna need more money <laughs> so I can back every week." Okay, there you get ships, man. You, like, Patreon, man. If they they paid for the uh, the fashion <laughs> fund, why not? Yo, shoot. Oh, okay, okay yo, let's go. Twenty twenty four. 
Well, speaking on a... speaking on spending, speaking on you know being in in the fashion district of Japan. I mean, you guys, you guys also spent. I know Steven, you you went off. We all, yeah. Did I? Okay. Yeah. What'd oh, you do? Jeez, what's mine? I forgot. Okay, go so like, really go off. Um, I only recently started doing the thrifting stuff only because i'm just like mad fuck i'm not gonna spend another hundred bucks on this anymore if i can find these jeans that are 20 bucks i'm gonna do that like i'm i that's just recently because with all the finances that have been going on but okay in terms of like my my fashion sense before okay before i used to be okay not before i want to say half half of me is still into the hype Yes, I am still into hype clothing brands and stuff like that. Uh, if I can snag something supreme, sure, yeah. But what really started for me was the Jordan era of fashion, okay? And this started in, I would say, high school. You know, everybody wanted the, the Jordans and everything. Um, and everybody just had to get their hands on it. And if you didn't have your hands on these cool Jordans or these cool shoes in high school... You're pretty much at the back of the bus. No one, no one is paying attention. Well, you could be being, people could be paying attention to you and stuff like that. And so, what really started for me for my sort of fashion sense was Jordans. Like, I needed to get my hands on the 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 best looking Jordans or the best looking Nike SBs. Or yeah, I was always a checks kind of guy or uh, a checks kind of guy. I was never like Adidas or something like that. But um, I. I was the type of person that if I had an exclusive shoe or something exclusive in high school, I would say now in university as well, I would always go for the double takes. If I had the Jordan 4 cements, if I had the Nike SB uncles and I wore that on Civvy's Day in high school. Oh man, Civvy's Day. Civvy's Day in high school. <laughs> I want the double takes. I want people to be like, yo, gee look at that guy's shoe like yo where'd you get that and like you'd be seen as the coolest person I always I was about the cool factor like yo this guy's got the sickest sickest school oh, sorry sickest shoe in this high school right now we want to be like that guy and so that, that that was my sort of fashion sense before like I was collecting so many Jordans back then um Nike SBs yo that Nike SBs back in the day for me were something Ooh. else and Yo, I, I, I sold like most of my stuff because I'm just like, I need money. Um, but even after that, hey, yo. go ahead. Go no, ahead. I'm just saying, yo, you got a lot of I, money from that. Yeah. Yeah. Now the resale value in those shoes and I got, got some money back. And also like when I heard about the resale market, I was all about that too. Like I'd wear like a shoe that I bought and whatever, I get like half the price or find a really good price, resell it for more. And I'll be like, ha, I wore that. People look, people said I look sick in that thing. My time is done with that shoe. I'm going to sell that. And so I get some some value back. Recently, um, not recently, but you know, when it comes to Supreme, I'd buy a thing or two if I can get my hands on it. Because again, with that mentality in high school that if I can get people to double take me and be like, yo, that guy is wearing that. I'd be like, yeah, what's up, right? <laughs> <laughs> like a Francis like yeah what's up what's going on you checking this um I actually recently purchased a North Face uh Supreme jacket for snowboarding god damn and we got lucky because oh. like yo trying to get your hands on Supreme shit like sometimes I don't care but the idea is that if I can get it 
with no problem at all, I'll get it. Like, I don't care. I'm not buying resale price sometimes. Like, maybe resale for sneakers back in the day, but I'm not buying like a resale Supreme First Edition sweater, black, red box, whatever it is. Like, if I can get my hands on it right away without stress and everything, I'll pick it up. That's that's something that that I'll that I'll do. Uh, but more, I would say not recently, but what kind of influenced my fashion before too was that uh, in university, and Francis can attest to this, was uh, sort of my Korean phase. I'd really put my fashion or reflect my fashion when it comes to those K-dramas and see what they're wearing and start wearing that. And then it was less on brands and stuff like that as whether whatever started to look good. But for me, I'd say like half and half. Um, I'll have the Gucci here and there if I can afford it. I, I mean, when it comes to utility sometimes, it's kind of shit, but I like, I, like, I like to sort of show off from time I, I, to time. I like the patterns. Yeah. I like the patterns. The patterns are classics, like Gucci, Burberry. Yeah. Like, but like, again, I wouldn't get something that's super over the top of the line. Like, I'll, I'm going to fucking say it. Like, when my uh when i went to like dubai and something like that and actually getting like a bag there you convert the prices and everything it's actually not bad because i don't know like the import taxes here in canada are like really really bad and so they have to increase the prices for some for some things and i would say the same thing for like a lot of off brand like brands that you know in different countries that you have to import there goes the import import prices and everything like that and so um yeah just to really tie everything together yeah i'm i'm a little bit about the hype not so much now anything that looks good so i'm taking an aspect of francis here anything that looks good on me i'll i'll wear but i like the the double take from time to time that's fair that's mm. fair yeah get a little bit of uh self-esteem boost rich opa yeah. Just okay, like the whole rich aspect. I'm not about. I'm not about. Like, sorry, I don't. I'm not gonna say this population that buys these things to really flash themselves up. If you know, you but know. yeah, if you know, you know, right? Uh, but I, I, like I said, like I, I like the the head spins, double takes from time to time. But most of the time, I'll be, I'll be just wearing jeans and a t-shirt, plain, plain and simple. Maybe like that no more cardigan. Look. Say it again. That grease look. Yo, that's my favorite look, man. <laughs> I, I do like the biker look, like the biker look with the the white t shirt and black pants. Like I'll go for that. Like that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like now, recently, like I don't need to wear the Supreme. I don't need to wear like the the cause Nike SB or Nike Jordan Four combination. I I don't need to wear that kind of stuff. If it's accessible to me and I can get it at that retail price, I'll buy it because I like the way it looks. When it comes to Jordans and their utility, it sucks. You can't use it for ball. I think using Jordans for ball sucks. But the way that it looks for me, and you know, I know Justin's gonna say something about Jordans because he doesn't like Jordans. He doesn't like whoa, the way it looks. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I was gonna say, I Go remember ahead. last year when they released us from the lockdown. Yeah. I remember I went to like Nome with like my my boys and stuff mm. and i remember i saw steven and this guy was wearing like i swear what were you what were you wearing you're like gucci and their stuff uh, the gucci yeah, stuff? Gu- the gucci <laughs> stuff i was like yo i was like i've never seen this man ever have that- or wear 
this is like Gucci bag with your Jordans. I don't know which Jordans it was. <laughs> That's like, what like. I, what's this drip, yo? I never seen this in my life. I just, so like, yo, at I any opportunity that I can look nice, you know, at least presentable, because like, man, pandemic and stuff like that. Like, I don't know if it was even before, because even before I didn't wear that much stuff. But you know, going out and you know chilling with you guys. I want the stairs sometimes, man. That's that. That's my premise for my for my fashion sense. So, oh man, if if y'all don't even understand how crazy that actually is, it's like waiting for your girl for maybe like two to three hours, getting ready for this black tie event, and then when she comes down the stairs, and it's like, oh, damn, yo, that two to three hours is worth. That's the equivalent of Steven dressing up. Oh my god! Like we've oh, we've oh, we've essentially terrible. seen this guy without. Uh, these fancy clothes, i.e., like seeing him without makeup, and he just shows up like this, and it's like, oh, man. <laughs> this guy see me almost naked in fucking Japan, so like, <laughs> they seen everything. Whoa, what? Visit the Patreon. Visit. The oh Patreon. yeah, yeah, yeah. Visit, Patreon. Visit. <laughs> I guess, yo, since you trashed Justin, Uh-oh. Justin want to talk? Yeah, Justin, what? what's up? Uh, I mean, in in terms of earlier. I don't really hate Jordans. I just, I just guess I wasn't. I've never been too much of a fan of it. I mean, mm-hmm. I like Jordan ones, but beyond let, that, I, I pretty much don't really know anything else. Let me ask really you this: Do you, yeah. do you like sneakers? Uh nah. I mean, like, I'm okay with sneakers. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I just like wearing boots or something like that, right? It's matching mm-hmm. with like jeans, chino. Yeah, no, like I, I hear you. I, I'm, I'm definitely more of a boots guy too. But do you think that it's less about it being Jordan and more like just sneakers in general? Uh, I think maybe just it being more about sneakers. Because like mm-hmm. sometimes when I look at Jordans, like I, I don't even know, just like in general besides like the Jordan ones, like they just look thick and like mm-hmm. boxy and just... I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna get a lot of hate for it, but I just—it just looks too. It just it just doesn't look. I guess you could say. Is it big? I don't know what else to say about I it. I could follow. I could follow up. What, um, like shoe. Yeah, it kind of reminds me. It's like wide. There you go. It's like mm. it's, it's a bit too wide for my liking. You know. Yeah. Um, like I said from before too, that uh, Jordans are the the way that you use it. Like it's not comfortable at all, and I think that can be attested to the way that looks really bulky and stuff like that. And just as my sort of me backing up Jordans and stuff like that. So I did, so I did read the reason why, like I like Jordans obviously is because yes, the look was one of them, but in high school, I actually picked up a bio, like a autobiography and biography on Jordan and his shoes and the designer uh, Tinker right and what really was cool that got me to like buy even more jordans is the history of jordan himself and using that history to incorporate that into that shoe and then you know presenting it to the world like this shoe was inspired by the black jaguar and because of this black jaguar we wanted to sort of tailor the way it looks to the way that a jaguar moves or something like I forgot which shoe it is, but one looks like a fer- like a Ferrari, 
Um, and then obviously the history of Jordan 1s being like the clown shoe and being the shoe that was not um that was banned from the league in the first place and it and Jordan actually hated Nike at that moment, the history behind that shoe and the way that it looks and that how all of those tie together is what makes me buy Jordans. Uh that's why I stopped at 23. I never bought any Jordan shoe after that. Cause like I'm like, okay, this is the 23. Uh, last shoe, everything else won't have history for me. And so that's sort of my way of purchasing these kind of Jordans, like um, one history, and of course, the way that it looks, I like the colorways and the way that you can style with it from time to time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, that, that brings up a really good point. And like, I'll, I'll, I'll touch back on it when, when I go through my stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, Justin, what else? What else do you like? I, I see you in the, you know, the fear of God. I see you in, in a lot of stuff. You, you wanted that Balenciaga hat for so long. Did you, <laughs> did you pick that up? Balenciaga hat. Fuck. What was the Balenciaga? It was. Balenciaga it was the. Uh, it says Balenciaga. The, the black snapback with the white letters Balenciaga. Oh, I think it's because like I remember um, when I went to Pima like a while back. There's a fucking hat. I said Belengiaga, and I was <laughs> fake as fuck. And I was like, "Yo, I want that." And I was just like, "It looks so jokes." But uh, I remember, th- like, they're trying to sell it, and it was like still like over a hundred bucks. I'm like, "Bro, what the hell is this shit?" Mm-hmm. But uh, I remember, like, that was kind of like it kind of intrigued me. It's like, "Yo, I kind of want like a Belengiaga hat," but I never got it because that shit's still expensive, right? But True. I feel like in terms of this fashion, I've always just liked oversized stuff, you know, because like I'm kind of a big guy, you know. Mm-hmm. So oversized like tees, oversized sweater, sweaters from like what Fear of God Essentials, or yeah. just like uh, what else? Like maybe even off white. Uh, mm. I like what I like Active Studios as well. Um, yeah, or even just like undercover, right? Like to make like oversized stuff. I've always just like those type of stuff. And I've never really been a person to go, like, I guess you could say, in terms of colors beyond, like, neutral. So I've always, they like, I guess you could say they have those type of colors that just appeals to me, which is usually just darker ones, right? Mm-hmm. So m- mine is mostly just, like, what, oversized? I like that. And then it just happened to be, like, they sell that type of shit. This guy has Balenciaga pride. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I'm I'm dead. But uh, yeah, like pretty much, that's just how I've always liked my fashion. And then I just wanted to just buy other things that I guess you could say that fits a lot better. So I remember like what I like Stone Island stuff, right? I wouldn't say I'm really deep into like what's called like designer. Mm-hmm. I know one of my boys, uh, Jordan. He's pretty like into like fashion stuff. And like if you ever see him like wear stuff, like you just be like, oh damn, you know, like mm. it's something different, you know? Like you shout don't see Jordan. that. Yeah, shout out to Jordan. Like he wears stuff like that's a lot more different than that you would usually never see. Just like down the street, right? So that's pretty sick. But I like a lot of like outerwear. So streetwear, outerwear type of stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't really just like go too much into like maybe maybe I do want a Balenciaga shirt, but I wouldn't want like anything that's like above four hundred, five hundred dollars for like a t-shirt because that's to me it's like kind of crazy at times. It is crazy, not at yeah. times. 
all the time crazy all the time crazy i think it also depends on like how much you make you know like if i'm making like six figures i'm like okay maybe this still is not that bad yeah, but like if i'm no. making like 30 grand 40 grand I like mean, what's we, the purpose of like buying designer stuff to make we, yourself look good but then we we, we skirted around the demographic you know but there's there's definitely a demographic that's that's you know buying this stuff so 100%. Uh, you know I know, uh, like on uh, Reddit, there's this like subreddit group, and it's straight just like replicas, and basically it's just people is like, "Yo, where do you where can I find a replica of this so and so?" And then people are like, "Oh, this is a link," or they might even go to like Taobao or mm -hmm. uh, some shit like that, and then they have like bare replica stuff that you can buy for like real cheap, and usually you could tell, but some of them like are really really good, and like are really hard to tell unless like you're close up to it. Yeah. I I know a couple. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh she. So um, just just an, like oh sorry, Jade. Do you have a follow up? Well, no, no. I I was just gonna say like yeah. Um, I I, I think that you you're you're brand aware. Like obviously we were just talking about Balenciaga and you know you mentioned Stone Island and um you know uh, Fear of God and. I think that yeah, everything that you described, you know, the the oversized, the the outerwear, kind of streetwear, and and fitting that those neutral colors, like that's why I associate like the essentials line with you. Like every time I see you, you're you're in a different essentials tee, but like it it suits you. I think that um, you definitely dress appropriate. Oh, thanks. I mean, like it's not even bad because <laughs> like a tee is like what sixty bucks, eighty bucks. Yeah, that's that's normal price. For I, a tea. I don't want to say that's like, like cheap, but like it's not that bad. Yeah. Compared to there's, like a lot of there's quality stuff. there, you know. Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. So you know, I I, I respect it. Hmm. So I don't I don't know nothing about essential. Like to be quite honest, what makes do you guys think maybe you know the ones that are talking right now? But what makes essential something that you have to purchase? versus like i don't know um say back in the day like american apparel or something like that you could find that exact like the two types of clothing will essential haha essential essentially be the same what makes them different to purchase one or the other for you justin can, can, oh, can i oh, can Jay? i touch on this yeah yeah, yeah yeah so so like uh just to back it up a bit, like fear of God is the line mm -hmm. and essential is their basics. Right? Oh, okay. A lot of, a lot of high fashion brands will end up um, creating a more affordable, more, mm. more relaxed uh, style wise uh, line uh, that they can, you know, sell to the, to the general public. Mm. Um, and like, if, if, if the question is, you know, what makes the difference between an American apparel shirt versus one of these essential shirts, it's, mm -hmm. It's the cut, it's the colors, oh. it's it's the materials used. I mean, you know, you could argue, you know, they're both cotton. Well, you know, if if you if you know, if you know, you know, um, there's there's different <laughs> there's different levels of cotton. You mm -hmm. know, um, you can you can go in in the same way that like let's let's take it back to American Apparel. You know, what's the difference between an old navy shirt and an American mm -hmm. Apparel shirt? If if I were to hand you both shirts now, like two white shirts, you know, same size you'd definitely be able to tell the difference the even before looking at the material. Yes, even just from the feel, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's a big thing that I want to touch on is just feel. Mm -hmm. um, 
you can you can feel when there's quality mm-hmm. and 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 love put into the design you know um good design should be put on you and feel like you know it was made for you mm-hmm. um and you know we can we can get into some of my, my my other points after but yeah i think i think that that's that's really the big difference between you know spending the 60 dollars for a t-shirt at essential mm-hmm. and i mean american apparel is also pretty expensive like what 40 dollars mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. that yeah think, like yeah the the um, the when you wear it feeling that oh yo this is for me that that's an important thing for me also yes yeah yeah 100% you <laughs> as i if you don't feel yourself when you wear it then like what's what's going on that, that that goes two ways too right feel yourself but actually like feeling the actual material <laughs> yeah, yeah. 100%. oh that makes that makes sense yeah i i never n- knew about the essentials brand um it's almost well now now that i understand it a little bit more because i know versace's got like their sport like they're they're ready to wear mm-hmm. uh apparel i think it's called the versace collection like that's their streetwear right for anybody that wants to feel like they're wearing versace but just want to wear like an you know an everyday apparel you can go ahead and purchase that versus wearing like a like a a two-piece uh quality or a two-piece like thing that is versace right so forget two-piece a single silk versace shirt you know, fucking sixteen hundred dollars. Oh Beautiful print, silk. You know, hugs the body, and it's like you're just surrounded by heaven. You know, I've <laughs> I I have never. Oh, I actually don't know what an actual full silk would feel like on skin. So I'm I'm not I'm not even too sure. And it's so funny because like now that you're bringing this a uh, this aspect of quality. Um, I've only okay, not recently, but in the pandemic, I actually picked up sewing, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, fuck, I don't have money to buy like this quality shirt. I'm just gonna go ahead and make this uh shirt out of this type of uh this type of fabric. As soon as I start sewing with it, it's so difficult to work with it. It either breaks apart. Or it's not working the way that you want it to. And then I bit the bullet the next time I went to Fabricland, bought myself some like really good quality material. The way that it sewed was immaculate. I'm like, ah, I get it. Right? It's always in the back of our head. The quality of something will always up the price or the quality of some the whatever you're gonna get is whatever you're gonna get. Right. And when I I actually realized that when I was actually sewing, where I'm like, this doesn't actually look good to me because I use this material, and then when I switched to something, um, you know, that's more sturdy and something I don't know, it was just, I forgot what the fabric it's called, but something that was a better material, I that's when the light bulb hit me, and I'm like, oh, I get it, and so I'm appreciative now of stuff that if they are at a higher price range, think about what goes into it. And it makes so much sense. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Certainly. That's, that's a huge factor. Like the mm-hmm. better material, more expensive. And then 
like that's included in the price and mm-hmm. then and then like uh going around how to make it mm. how to work with the certain materials like some are too delicate like silk you mess that up yeah you just wasted so much money and yeah yeah that makes sense and 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 that's what high fashion used to be about it used mm. to be about luxury in in line with the artistry and the mm. materials now i I'm, I'm i'm getting into that tangent uh now high fashion is more about brand it's about it's about brand awareness it's about you know um it, it it kind of it kind of ties into what what you were saying earlier where you know nothing nothing wrong with dressing up and you know wanting to turn heads i mm-hmm. think that you know if you're if you're confident in your looks and you you're feeling yourself you like your style then yeah it feels it definitely feels good to have other people kind of acknowledge that too mm-hmm. but i think that you know along with that um you know want for others to acknowledge your style I think that there's a there's a personal level to it too. You talked about getting into the history of Jordans, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I didn't know that stuff. I I think I'd, I'd I'd heard somewhere about the the shoe that's designed to be like a Ferrari, but mm-hmm. not so much the Jaguar one. You know, so I I enjoyed hearing that, and so you know, um, it's 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 world building. I think that good design uh, creates you know a space, creates a vision, and you want to be part of that vision. Mm-hmm. That that to me is good design, and so when when the vision becomes, you know, you want a soccer jersey that says Balenciaga on it, I have to ask, what does that do for you? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, again, <laughs> don't don't mean to to dampen on anyone's style. You're allowed to wear what you want, but mm-hmm. I think that people need to ask the question. You know, if I'm if I'm purchasing something, then you know this this garment must do something for me other than that clout chase other than you know the just the the hype of it and uh, people will recognize this on me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's true um <laughs> when you got to the the part where you know okay now i got now that i got balenciaga stripped to this am i a part of something am i a part of something now right sort of thing uh, because obviously we talked about this um, in terms of generational stuff uh, m- because of social media and the way that it is, whether it's TikTok, I don't even think Facebook is really a part of this whole conversation, but you got your your Instagram, TikToks and your Twitters and everything. Uh, the generation that's really tying into this uh, clout chase I, I can confidently say it is uh, Gen Z, right? And Gen Z, it, it sucks because I see it growing in my family um, where, like, my cousins and everything, they will really pay attention to brands and be like, no, I, I, I got I to be a part of this because my friend in, in so-and-so has it. Like, I, I, have to be, I have to be a part of this. Like, I don't care how much, I'm, how much money I'm going to be spending on it, but I need to have that Balenciaga thing. I need to have that Supreme thing. I need to have this. And so going back to the idea that, you know, is fashion now something that people can, you know, really brand their own personal style anymore? Or is it about, you know, fashion is that I have to be a part of the the Supreme group where everybody's wearing supreme and that's my fashion sense because everybody's got it mm. right it's, it's, not, it's, 
conformity. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. and it's funny because people will um, associate fashion to their identity, but how do you establish an identity when you're dressed like everybody else? Yeah. It's... Yeah. But that's why. That's why I go for the... That, that's right and that, that's why i i love your style so much that's why i have so much respect for you know the way that you dress mm. um but yeah no before, before we get into more of the discussion um i wanted to ask chris chris about yes. your personal sorry. style <laughs> sorry I, I no no i i wanted to maybe i'll touch on that topic after because i was kind of thinking for people that tend to dress like everyone else who's to say that some of those few genuinely like that stuff, right mm-hmm. as opposed to let's let's flip it to the other side for those differentiating themselves so much this is this is not shade at you francis <laughs> but oh. for those differentiating <laughs> themselves so much is that a part of clout chasing as well like because you want to differentiate yourself so much um is that your way of chasing clout like saying like oh you know uh, I'm a rebel, but that's also a trend in itself, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it's I don't know. It's it's really hard to know what people's thoughts are behind what they wear in this notice me culture. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, but it, it, for me, yeah, I don't know. It's it didn't really start with like I, I was I was a sneakerhead back in the day. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say that I was so much of a Jordan collector. I, I I didn't really fall under the category of high school Filipino boy. Um, Oops, that was me. Bro, bringing out the guns. Uh, guns so, blazing. I get it. I so get many, it. so many people are gonna hate me after this one. But uh, no, it's I, I started off with. By the way, I don't skateboard, but I loved how skateboarders dressed. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it was, but just the fact that everything was could be either be uh, fitted or baggy, but at the same time, very comfortable. And I always thought that the way how they looked always, always seemed a little, I don't know, edgy, rebellious. So I, I kind of picked up the Nike SBs after seeing all that stuff. So I... I think my first pair of shoes was just skateboarding shoes, not necessarily Nike SBs, but their uh, Converse did have a skateboarding shoe brand. Well, it it wasn't considered a separate brand, but like they were making skateboarding shoes a lot. And I had this suede, black suede, uh, wide Converse skating shoe that I think I wore almost every goddamn day. I think maybe starting in grade eight and then moving into high school. But uh, yeah, it, it started developing from that. And then after collecting so many Nike SBs, I started just collecting regular Nikes. And so that kind of turned my fashion to more streetwear. And that's kind of more reflective or you can see that more uh, in my fashion today. Uh, it's very streetwear driven. Um, I like I'm a huge fan of wearing comfortable clothing. I'm I'm kind of a big guy myself too, you know. But I wouldn't necessarily say oversized clothing, just uh just the regular fit, right? Not not fitted, not slim it's straight, that kind of stuff, more relaxed, right? Relaxed fit. Um and so yeah, the street wear just 
it's also the influence from what I was listening to in terms of music. Yes. Mm. So, I mean, I started off with Linkin Park. Well, that's that's probably where some of the skateboarding uh, influence came to mind. Mm. They don't really skateboard. They're an, dare I say, alternative rock band. Uh, so the influence was there and then slowly shifted to R&B and hip hop. And so that's where the streetwear kind of took over. Mm. And going moving forward, the K-pop phase hit. <laughs> and I kind of had a weird transition period where I started trying to mimic what they were wearing, but at the same time still having my streetwear. And I guess mm. that transition was the period of which I was trying to find out my own style. Because I was kind of getting tired of, so it's not me trying to disobey the trends. It was more so, man, I'm, I'm, I'm getting tired of trying to keep up with everybody with their Jordans, with their, uh, with their, with their other things that I, uh, I wouldn't necessarily be able to afford the one item versus like the other three that I can buy with the same amount of money. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So. That influenced my style as well. And then, yeah, um, I started wearing some more colorful clothing, but at the same time, keeping a streetwear look. And then Bape kind of got introduced to me. And so I was really digging those hoodies with the zipper going all the way up. <laughs> um, the Bape shoes, uh, especially with music at the time when Fur was talking about those goddamn ice creams. Yeah. Oh yeah! Like oh man, I I want to cop a pair. I never did, but I always I always wanted a pair. So yeah, it was it was a bunch of colorful clothing, and I wasn't maybe because I wasn't aware or like I didn't really care about what other people thought. But I tend to just mix and match a lot of patterns and colors, mm -hmm. and so I don't know. Maybe maybe Jason remembers back then, but it was a lot of hit or miss when i was uh <laughs> when i was finding my outfits for the days right now we did we did that together don't worry <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was it was a lot of hit or miss and so it's uh, i can't say that i'm not a person that follows trends trends have definitely had an influence in my style over the years but it's more so that i'm trying to incorporate it in what i like versus just following the trend outright mm-hmm I mean, sometimes it's hard not to follow the trend because you go to the store and then like all they got is certain styles that are trending at the time, and that's all that's all you can choose. Right? It's 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 kind of difficult. Yeah. So like, what's there's yeah, this one sweater from H and M that every single person had. Oh my god! With the striped one. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, I, I had both. Then, I had red and navy and brown and orange. <laughs> Even yeah. Urban Planet had its time too, man. Then you go yeah. to every store, and then they have that same style. Everyone has it, and just yeah. like, yo, what? Nothing else? I want a sweater. And then what are you gonna do? Right. That's right. Yeah, that that that, that makes sense. It's so funny because like I recently threw out that H and M striped sweater. <laughs> I had it for so long, and I wore it again just to be like, oh god. I wore this, <laughs> right? I, I look in the mirror and I'm like, damn, like fashion sense back then was like, it was something else. I'm not saying it's weird because like, it's just what was 
the trend going on back then. And then when you wear it, you're just like, oh god, it's weird now. But like, yeah. oh, what what did we wear back then? Oh, right? like the five XRTs with the fat farms and the oh, and stuff. Y- you you want to get into that? Oh <laughs> man, for all you boomers, I dare you to look at your old Facebook photos right now. <laughs> <laughs> see see what you were wearing. But yo, okay, actually, on this whole tall T thing, I will say, Francis recently made that work again. Okay, we went to Japan. We went to a thrift store. We found something that had the the capabilities of being a long tee, and this guy matched it. I'm like, dude, how are you bringing back like 2000s fashion, but still making it look sick? That 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 was like dope, Francis. Like, I have the pictures and everything. Oh, yo, I the one I bought. Oh, you you did buy it. Oh my god, oh, you did. Yo, I don't I don't wear it often because I read the directions and it's like dry clean only and oh, I'm just like oh shit. We're <laughs> 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 gonna go to the dry cleaners for this one thing. That's how you know it's good quality. <laughs> oh man, that's so good. Um, but yeah, but uh, but yeah, no. Uh, um, yeah, I, I've always been a person that always wanted to color coordinate with my outfits. Mm-hmm. Like if I was, uh, if I was wearing like if I decided. I wanted to wear a red t-shirt. That was the first thing on my list for today's outfit. So I would revolve everything else around that color. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have a red beanie, like uh, my red, my red Jordans or Nike SBs. Uh, yeah, I, I always just wanted to color coordinate. And so that also sparked my interest in accessories. It's, I don't know. There's this, there's this whole development process for my, for my taste. I, I want to describe it as basic, but at the same time, I'm very peculiar with things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my, my love of accessories, I, I started like buying that whole entire crap from G market during uh, that whole K-pop shout out to G market, man. Oh, uh, <laughs> so I started getting like the weird necklaces. Like there was a, there was a tiny robot and it looked like it was fake jewelry. Right? <laughs> like it looked like it was fake diamonds. Uh, I got, I, once I got my ears pierced, I started wearing these big ass earrings, uh, just to make a statement, I guess. And I just figured it looked good with the outfit. And so, yeah, it's become a little minimalist over time. Uh, I'm starting to wear more monotone colors or darker colors, mainly black. Uh, but my love of accessories is still there. Like for me personally, I'm a big bad guy. Like I, I, I love bags for some reason, just to hold my shit. But to also complement the fit, mm-hmm. like uh, over the sh- like anything comfortable too. Like I wouldn't say backpacks would be my thing. I would say more over the shoulder stuff or yeah, just mainly over the shoulder stuff. Carry on bags. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, too. yeah, right. I'd say, I'd say like well, more recently, all of us have sort of taken part in that bag fashion sense, right? Like yeah. It looks, I don't know, I think it looks sick. I mean, people, before, people can say, be like, oh, man, like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a merce, it's a man purse. But, like, now that it has evolved to what it is right now, I think it fits with fashion, with current fashion. I think it looks sick. It just, uh, Justin's going to call me out again. Like, it just depends, <laughs> it just depends on what, you know, what you like and how you make your fashion look sick, so. Yeah, I, I like the bags. Yeah, the bag, shit, bags are just nice yeah and then it has a use right it holds mm-hmm. all your shit sometimes you don't want to put uh 
uh, your thick ass wallet in your back pockets. So just put it in your bag so you can sit down properly. Yeah, hey, man, saying he's stacked. Yeah, yo, I, I saw. A comment oh, man, those are receipts. Those are receipts and a lot yeah. of that. Yo, don't, don't, don't even listen to this guy. Don't even listen. I, I saw a comment on Reddit about, um, oh, don't, don't carry a bag around. Why are you carrying a bag around? Don't you have pockets? But like you said, like sometimes pockets is not enough to carry it. And also, like, yo, that's fact. Yo, yeah, um, like you just don't want bulky stuff, right? You don't want bulky stuff. I was about to say, mm-hmm. like, during summer, like, it's... Oh, yeah. To, like, carry a bunch of stuff in your pockets. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, bag definitely helps. Yeah. And, like, I would say more recently, it's not even just, like, your phone, your wallet, and your keys anymore. Like, if you guys got to bring, like a, like, a pack of spokes and stuff like that, like, it's just right there in front of your, in front of your face. Or if you have to, if you want to bring a flask or something, like, you can put it in there. Or like if you just like pick up picked up something small and you just want something that is more accessible, it's right there in front of your face. So it the the bag thing is super super useful and it's so funny because like um I do this from time to time where I'll pick out the bag that I want to wear. It I don't care if it sounds feminine nowadays. It's acceptable. Anything is acceptable. Fashion is <laughs> fashion is what you make it. But um. You know, I choose the bag and be like, okay, what does what looks good with this? And yeah, like that's 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 how I sort of stylize my myself nowadays. Like it's the bag first. No, okay, not a lot, obviously. Yeah. Just right. only only when it when it the when it's bag? necessary. First, so. got that Gucci bag. Yeah, yeah Gucci. Nah, Gucci, I remember. Nah. yeah, hey, that man, Gucci. Man. We were grabbing bubble <laughs> tea, man. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> but but see, but see, look. So it's true. doing its job right you guys so are true. you guys are you're you're giving me a double take you're just like yo is that is that what i think it is and i'd be like yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i did a triple take man yeah sorry i was like that guy's not wearing it no he is wearing it oh my <laughs> god that's a gucci bag <laughs> uh yeah sorry guys like i cut no, you. no it's all good it's all good but yeah i mean speaking on that uh fashion is influenced by a lot of factors including your friends so I want to mm. say that Jason was the one that put me on like the higher end of fashion for at least for the brands that I'm interested in because mm-hmm. he first introduced me to Y3. Right? Is this so recently? No, no, no. It's oh. uh, probably around university. Been a, yeah, it's, uh, been a while. it's been a while. Because so, like, mm-hmm. sorry, I, I just want to get this, no, no, get go. this out there, but. Yo, man, I like your your fashion sense now because you go for like the the local brand, right? And that's what I like about but what you sort of undertake now. Because when we went to Japan and you started getting neighborhood stuff, there's one more brand that I forgot that that we passed by. But Re-squad, like Squad Parcel, yes, yes, <laughs> all these local oh. brands you can adapt to pretty pretty nicely with your fashion sense. And I do like that about your about your style. It's pretty sweet. Sorry, I just have to get that out there. I was holding it for a long time. <laughs> this, this guy, no, you know what? I, I can't use those terms here. But <laughs> this guy just wants to say it out. <laughs> appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. But yeah, no, it's, yeah. Uh, glad you brought that up because, yeah. So it all started with Jason being interested in Y3 and then him showing me. And I was like, oh, damn, this is, this is kind of nice. So I've, so I've developed a taste for, uh, it's still streetwear that I'm wearing, but I definitely appreciate the techwear look. Like whenever I see uh, the boy Ron, 
whatever he wears. Oh my god, yeah. I'm just like, I don't know if I could pull it off, but I definitely appreciate what he wears. Oh yeah. And it's the 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 tech wear is super sick to me. I know. Yeah. I, I do like that because that I'm not saying it's a steampunk look, but it looks very futuristic. And the only guy that I know that can pull that off is Ron. Shout out to Ron. You are listening to this, but the way that he pulls it off, nice. I tried doing the, the whole tech wear thing and just trying it out. And I'm like, nah, I can't do it. It, it doesn't fit me. Yeah, it's, it's, like a, it's like a 3005 Olympian athlete type of look, you know? Like it's, it's, it's futuristic, but it looks like you can, you know, uh, jump some buildings and shit. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> right. Like you can stay active, but stay, but look nice at the same time. So yeah, the 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 Y three introduction. I started looking at uh, all these like Japanese brands, uh, like a neighborhood. What is it? W Taps. Uh, yeah, Mastermind or what else is there? Yeah, the the really local brands like Resquad, which is which is a, a nice twist on things because they're a clothing brand that is inspired by Japanese firefighters. So cool. Mm. And so like, yeah, their, their whole, their whole entire look revolves around, I guess, giving respect or paying tribute to Japanese firefighters. There's even that whole ass winter jacket that looks like the firefighter suit that you would wear in a burning building. Right. So cool. And then there's uh, feeding on my accessory accessory interests with parcel. Japanese made uh, bags. I think they use traditional material. I'm, I, I can't remember off the bat. But even like Junior, junior Watanabe. Like, junior Watanabe on my woo. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not necessarily buying all those brands, but I definitely like it. And it's uh, it's made me like a lot of flowy stuff. So I would just, you know, usually wear basic tee, some some joggers, some maybe some techwear looking kicks or something. And then I'd slap on something flowy for my outerwear, like a long jacket, which I ended up buying in Japan, right? From neighborhood. It's like mm-hmm. a it's like a black lab coat. Um <laughs> thank you. It really but- looks sick, man. Yeah, or oversized button-ups, something like that. I, I've just liked flowy outerwear. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I just uh, use it in my fashion. I layer it and stuff. Yeah. Con- contemporary comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Probably the best way to describe it, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's at the end of the day, I try to find something that I like, something that tends to... Uh, what I think matches and I'm going to put some people on blast, you know, just because, because uh, you're able to buy expensive stuff doesn't necessarily mean that you could, or you know how to put it together. Listen. Okay. (laughs) All right. I'm going to get a lot of heat for this. (laughs) There are people that I've seen, uh, let's say at some karaoke bars, I've seen some people wear some really expensive shit everything from from head to toe everything is probably like a thousand bucks plus each item you guys have no idea what the fuck you're doing with those articles of clothing you just slap it on together and 
it hurts my eyes, man. But I mean, again, to each their own. Can't so, say I'm the biggest fan. So, so is that is that fashion anymore for them? If that's the just- thing, I would I would say the only thing that differentiates people from actually understanding style or fashion versus people just slapping shit on for clout is your thoughts behind it, right? Mm-hmm. Like whatever you decide to wear, what was your whole thought process behind? It? Is it because you like wearing this stuff? Is it because you like to be unique? Is it because you just like this particular item want to wear a bunch of stuff around it? I don't know, right? This as fashion, the same as art, is completely subjective in my opinion. Definitely. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's uh pretty much my history and my thoughts on it. <laughs> I uh, I wanted to touch on uh, techwear. Um, Steven, you kept saying steampunk, but I think you meant cyberpunk. Yeah, sorry, cyberpunk. Oops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's two oh, different things. You're right. You're right. Direction. And yeah. Like, and like, um, like speaking on speaking on that whole like cyberpunk and like and like techwear. Like, I think um, most of us are aware of acronym uh, Errolson mm-hmm. Who, right? And like, he's he's top he's top billing when it comes to techwear right now. You know, he he just came out with another collaboration with nike um very sick don't think i could rock it but oh i i still want a pair um but one of the things that's his you know style philosophy is you know when we think of cyberpunk you know think of think of all of the media um uh, blade runner cyberpunk 2077 whenever we think of cyberpunk it's always this dystopian cityscape ruled by you know the corporations and it's it's depressing it's dour but Errolson's kind of view on on you know he's he's a true futurist and you know he he tried to stay away from that negative kind of dystopian image of cyberpunk and instead he he he's thinking you know given given the proper technology given the proper uh, tools you know how can we make garments that are that are uh, modular that are that are uh, have utility to them you know and so. If you've watched any of his uh, kind of videos, um, you know, showing off his clothing, you know, he'll he'll zip it up and then he'll take it off and wear it as a strap over his shoulder, and then he'll he'll throw it on again and he'll show you how the hood can, uh, in different tiers almost, you know, cover your face and you know it's 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 a more positive kind of look at what the what the future can be, you know, mm-hmm. uh, where where your clothes are are adapting to your everyday needs and i think that that's that's really great and that's really what what's made him so popular i think that's really cool i didn't actually know about that so it's good that you know coming to this podcast like i'm coming in with an open mind and so that's actually a pretty cool concept because say for instance there's this piece of clothing that you really like to wear and here's the here's the tech wear but you want to wear it for three seasons now you can turn this piece of tech wear into something that's for the winter, for the spring, right. summer, and fall. And I think that's a wonderful, a fantastic, fantastic like concept on how it is. Because you know that that's actually giving me ideas on, you know, I want something that's more adaptable. At this mm-hmm. case, like is something that looks sick in the winter, can it look sick in the fall? Like. Right. Uh, like I I do like that idea. So that's that's pretty cool that something you learn something every day. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. 
Jason, Jute. is that educated? Yeah, is Jason now? Yeah, you didn't, yeah. You didn't see. This, that's a good preface to uh, what your sort of idea on fashion and what you, what you, what you see fit. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, think, I think much like everybody, um, kind of music, music, music is kind of what drives your interest in, in, in fashion kind of in the beginning, at least, at least for me, um, in my youth, um, you know, starting off, uh, with, 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 with you guys, you know, a lot of, a lot of hip hop. And so wearing those baggy, baggy pants, it was three X shirts, three X pants, uh, mm-hmm. Tim's that are, uh, you know, a size too big for me, just, <laughs> you know, matching, matching hip hop. And then, you know, in high school, I got really into, you know, metal and, and punk and, and the whole emo scene. And so yeah, I went from three X to, you know, uh, skinny jeans and, and shirts that were too small. And, you know, I, I did the fringe, uh, all, all that kind of stuff. And I think from there, um, that's, that's when, um, I guess Chris and I at the same time, like got into K-pop and, you know, we were ordering from G market and just looking for things there. And I think, um, it wasn't until university that I really started to look into like, who these designers were. And so, you know, speaking about, um, you know, trends and, and, and seeing, discovering brands and designers from other people, you know, uh, let's, let's, uh, I've been, I've been, you know, not saying his name, but Rick Owens, you know, obviously my favorite designer. Um, I discovered Rick Owens because of Big Bang. The oh, K-pop cool. Group. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I remember I saw a runway, not runway, um, red carpet photo of, of G dragon. And I remember looking at, he's got these chunky boxy looking sneakers and Justin, you were just saying, you don't, you don't like sneakers that way, but you know, these, these all black leather sneakers that had a, a chunky white sole to them. And I said, what are those? And from there, I, I just kind of went down the rabbit hole. Um, you know, I, I ended up shifting to liking liking different materials so um i like wearing a lot of leather i own quite a few leather jackets um just you know getting into uh different hardware you know it's it's not just the leather of the jacket it's it's what kind of zippers you know if you've ever purchased something that's quality and you zip that thing up you can feel it you know there's there's definite differences there um and then, yeah, just going down the, the rabbit hole from Rick Owens and discovering different designers like Julia Seven in Japan or uh, Boris Bajan, uh, Seberi, right? Um, and yeah, like all, all of these brands ended up being expensive. And even, even I kind of started to question like, you know, what, what makes them different? And I think that's when I started to deep dive into uh, quality and, and craftsmanship. Um, obviously, like uh, don't have the budget to to assemble an entire wardrobe um, around these designers and so i tried to be as minimalist with it as possible um there's a point where i only ever wore uh, the same black airism t-shirt from uniqlo um the same black skinny jeans from uniqlo you know and, um and i think i think that's where I, when i kind of like realized that you don't need to spend a lot of money on fashion to to develop your own style um i mean like Anyone, anyone who has an interest in, you know, those same designers and dresses in all black, like, um, it's, it's no surprise, like definitely inspired by a lot of goth style and like mm-hmm. even, even that goth style, like, um, you know, some of you had mentioned the whole, um, rebellion and, 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 and being rebellious to the trends and wanting to find something different. And, you know, you could argue that, you know, goth style in and of itself has become a trend now. And so, <laughs> 
it's 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 that you 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 try to not conform and end up conforming with a different you know subculture, and so yeah, I I, I do I do recognize that you can't you can't ever get away from tr from trends. You can try to as as hard as you you want to be unique, but at the end of the day, you're still going to be influenced by the things that you see. Uh, hence, you know, being influenced by by Big Bang. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I think that. Um, I've, I've really come to ask myself, you know, why I purchase the things I do. Um, there, there are items that I've, you know, spent quite a lot of money on and I look back on it and I'm like, why? <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. I see, I, think, I see the exact same thing with me. Yeah. I think many of us can relate and, and I, I want to think that that's, that's the trial and error phase. You know, mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with, with exploring and, and, and wanting to try, try a new style, but, um, I think there's also something really nice about being able to refine it and mm -hmm. identify what that is. And so, you know, when I, when I try to purchase things, it's this idea of, you know, will I be able to wear this? So why do I like it first and foremost? And, mm -hmm. and is this something that's going to be timeless? Can I wear this, you know, when I'm, you know, 10, 10, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. And, um, I want to think, I want to think that I, I have kind of, uh, cultivated this, this, uh, this style. Mm -hmm. So would you say then like going back like two sentences that your fashion sense now will for not forever, but will be the one that would stabilize you for a very, very long time. Like you found, you've done your trial and error. That's you've done in high school up until this point. But do you think now for you, Jay, um, your style will now be sort of stabilized to what it is and will influence uh, you for, not really influence, sorry, just stabilize you for the rest of your life. I, I sure as hell hope so. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that as I get older, um, I do want to look into getting, you know, suits. I do want to get, you mm. know, nice jackets and um, pick up a little bit more formal wear. Um, mm -hmm. Even now with like my, my interest in Rick Owens, like, um, there's a lot of allure with him, even in streetwear. Um, oh. He's got, you know, drop crotch. He's got the, um, we were talking about tall tees earlier. You know, his his shirts do run a little bit longer, which even I, I simply appreciate because I'm, I'm, I'm a taller, you know, guy. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I, I, I do want to think that um, as I'm getting older, um, I will start to kind of, you know, stop stop wearing the drop crotch and, start focusing more on, on, on quality denims and, and good jackets, you know? Mm. I mean, you don't have to drop what you're wearing now. Right. Like, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to being an old man and, and wearing drop crotch. Like, yeah, <laughs> well, there's like, I I bought the photo book of this guy, um, uh, silver Tetsuya, I think mm. the old man that's dressed yeah. up in his grandson's, uh, fashion clothes. Yeah, yeah. Yo, he makes it. He makes it work. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah, you can be the old man dressed up in whatever the high fashion uh, stuff is in the future. Yeah, I'm actually wearing yeah. my geo baskets. <laughs> yeah, yo, that, that's sick. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just want to add, like, talking about Jason. So for me, there's for the people that I know personally. There's two people that really stand out in terms of style for me. And so one of them being my older brother, Filippo. I think that he puts together 
like so many pieces together, but he always makes it work. And he's even still using those, uh, like the old, the old style of slip on van shoes. Like he still wears it until this day, but like he pulls it off. Mm-hmm. And then of course, the second person on this goddamn podcast is, is Jason. Like I want to say he's a, I guess, fashion chameleon, if you want to call it. Like he's, I personally think that you've owned every era, whether it be, yeah, the triple XL tees, the, the, the skinny jeans with the long hair, you know, well, whatever it may be, it always seems like you, you, maybe you weren't passionate back then, but to me, it seemed like it because yeah. every style that you went through, you've owned it, right? Subconsciously, it was always there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So like it's 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 nice to see that you know you're you're coming in your own and yeah you're like I'd probably say in our group maybe the go-to person for like uh, any opinions like yo man you think this looks good or like what do you think about this <laughs> you know mm-hmm. uh but again yeah of course man but but again that's that's not to say that it's it's interesting because I've known you guys for a long time and it's nice to see how your styles have developed maybe not necessarily changed but it's like keeping the same statement but evolved right over mm-hmm. the years like uh yeah for example steven he's like he's flashy but modest at the same time right like his outfit says that uh francis he's he's uh he's, he's very unique and outlandish but he's not crazy <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's what you get from the outfits right justin is very relaxed i'm a calm dude like it's it's just it's always interesting seeing you guys develop your styles over the years and have just somehow been able to reflect your personality and show it off and express it without even speaking a word it's crazy yeah oh i like that this guy just uh summarized all of us out of this whole podcast <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and so what's the moral about all this? Like, I know you make your own fashion sense, follow the trends if you want to, be your own self. What what do we say to all that? Because uh, obviously yeah. we're trying to, you know, say our opinions and everything, but also uh, what we see in our current culture and generation, we are trying to not really counteract, but, you know, Tell them what our opinions are all about and what they shouldn't be looking at. So something along the lines of that. Yeah, just I I think that if you're if you're spending you know good money on fashion, and again, we, as we've said, you don't have to, but if you are, you know, truly truly think about the reasons why you're spending that, and like, um, you know, we we we've said that it 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 is okay to to follow the trends, but just don't be a sheep. You know, mm-hmm. um, the big, the big corporations, they don't care, you know, like, um, we could, we could probably <laughs> have an episode two about this and we could talk about things like, you know, Demna from Vetmom becoming, you know, the creative director at, at Balenciaga and, and what he's done there. Or, you know, I already touched on Virgil at Off-White or we could talk about Matthew Williams at, at uh, you know, but yeah, just, recognize that these fashion guys aren't your friends and that you know um fashion at this point has changed from from an art where 
you could go into a couture shop and spend money to get something made for you to now, you know, haha, let's print our logo on this and sell it at obscene prices because we know they'll buy it. And that's, so that's what I hate. Yeah. Hey. Just don't don't be a mindless consumer. Think about your purchases. Think about, you know, what this garment is going to do for you. And, you know, happy, happy styling, you know, so long as you're happy, you know, none of what I've said, what I've said makes, uh, uh, matters. If you're happy buying what you did, then, you know, own it. But mm -hmm. just, just, you know, take, take that extra second to stop and think about it. Yeah. 100%. Gotta, mm -hmm. gotta put thought in what you wear. Um, again, like it's where wear what you're confident in right i guess i guess at the end of the day like definitely take in uh jason's words but wear what you're confident in like mm. the clothes are not supposed to make your identity it's supposed to supplement you right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. francis justin um, i don't know like uh one of the things that I don't like to do is uh, wear the branded stuff too much. Yeah, you're never about that. Yeah, because um, you're basically advertising for them, and you know, fuck that. They, they got money to advertise <laughs> themselves. So usually, I try to hide it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like when Jason was talking about uh, how they just slap on a logo. I do like, I, uh, $600. I do want to talk about that like for another 20 minutes or so, but I want to hear what what uh, Justin has to say and then we'll, we can we can we can dive into that topic very quickly because obviously with our with our fashion senses and everything like that, we've covered what we like and everything, but now we can sort of talk about you know what makes it fashion and what makes it not and what makes it detrimental to, to culture. Justin? Justin? This guy's playing another game of Valorant, man, while we're on the podcast. Oh, What's going on, man? <laughs> Your rank is not going anywhere, my guy. Someone sent him a message. My oh, bad, my Justin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still here, yeah. But uh, I was going to say, like, don't, in my opinion, like, if you can afford it, then go ahead and buy it. But, like, it's like if you buy. A fashion piece, well, that's like a designer for like 1K, 2K, like, like for that much. It's, it's like to me, it's basically someone who wants to buy a supercar but takes out basically like a 48 month loan and can barely afford each payment, right? Hmm. It's, it's just like, oh, since it's part of the style or this is part of the trend. I'm gonna buy it because everyone else buys it, right? That's why I was thinking, like, when Chris was saying, um, that person at the karaoke, whatever, was wearing a bunch of designer stuff and slapped it on all together. To me, it kind of just screams, like, oh, I'm rich, or, yeah. oh, I have all this money, but, like, do you truly have all that money, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's kind of just, uh, just like a mask just to, like, show this is what I am outside, but, like, truly, if you get to know them, maybe they can't even afford that shit at all, right? Mm -hmm. They might be using, what's what's one of those things it's like uh or something 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, like, or like a loan or like Sezzle or some shit. Where basically you're paying it off by like monthly payments. And it's just like, it's kind of ridiculous in my opinion. Oh, I didn't even so, know that existed. Holy shit. That's crazy. Yeah, don't, don't be getting. That. But yeah, don't be taking out loans and then buying something that you can't afford, right? Yeah, don't 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 get a mortgage for a pair of shoes, man. You know? Yeah, like if someone's wearing something designer but driving a goddamn Honda Civic from like '92. <laughs> what does that say about you, right? Yo, I also the '92 yeah. Civics, though. I love yo, you. I, this guy. Yo. We'll talk about cars another day. Yeah, <laughs> that, that that's for Chris and uh, Chris and Justin. Y'all, y'all, the car experts. Whoa. <laughs> nah, yo. Of the group. Of the like, group. Of the group, of our group, like our, our group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not, we're not saying we're experts of anything. Like, don't come down. Yeah, yeah no. Even, even fashion. I, I don't know shit. I'm stupid. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we just know what we know. Yeah. yeah that's, that's that's my thought on people like wearing expensive brands. Yeah. And, and so yeah, like I, I'd say that you know, in our generation right now, or the the I'd say the one that is most affected is Gen Z by this idea of like consumerism and so we did touch upon this in the first episode where you know is it is it even fashion anymore if you know somebody sticks a sticks a box on a t-shirt or if somebody writes some letters and says it's you know this is this is high fashion right i want to give an example here and some some of the listeners are going to really give me some hate here but off white like you slap off white on like a belt or you slap off white on like a shoe or something like that. Is that considered high fashion or are we just going into consumerism here? It's, it's that consumerism. Yeah. Yo. Brand, you know, I think, I think uh, if I can, if I can, you know, switch it to uh, Balenciaga now mm-hmm. or, or, or Vetmont before that, you know, um, like I, I I've clowned enough on 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 Virgil, and so and now it's Demner's <laughs> turn. Um, you know, Vet, Vet, Vetmont started as you know DHLTs, right? And like, what's what's so different about that versus the literal uniform that these DHL guys wear? And you know, I believe in an interview, Denma said uh, when they would be ordering uh, you know fabrics and supplies, it was the DHL courier that would come in, and so they would see this guy every day, and so they thought, haha, let's let's sell this shirt, and they do, and it's like I I don't even know the the price, but I'm sure it's obscene. Um, you look at the rest of it and, you know, he's, he's taken things that are already familiar and kind of twisted them, um, as, as sort of a, a meme, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think that Mon really started as a, a, a joke on the consumer and, you know, it's, it, it, it was kind of like you either, you either get it or you don't. And mm-hmm. it was, it was cool. It was fun to be able to, you know, own a piece of Vetmon and, and like at the time when they were starting out, like, yeah, it was, it was crazy because this independent brand had, you know, come up and was now competing with the big wigs, you know, was up on the, on the global stage alongside, you know, Prada and, and, uh, you know, the uh, Louis Vuitton and all these higher brands. So I think that in its genesis, it was exciting. It was kind of fresh to see that they were um, poking fun at, at, at high fashion. Mm-hmm. But it got to a point where that in itself became marketable. 
and they they ended up assimilating into the machine right mm-hmm. it, it, fashion is a machine where you know um what's the name uh, lm lmvh the the parent company for all of these high brands you know uh, they at the end of the day they're a company with with shareholders and yeah. so they need to be profitable and so what's profitable right now it's hype it's 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 streetwear and so that's why you see these brands that are known for you know you you go into louis vuitton you're not going to find the menswear collection there you're going to find shoes you're going to find bags that's what they're known for right but by by taking on these streetwear designers by elevating it to uh you know bringing it to this this next generation that's taking over uh, it 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 helps to you know uh draw people in as oh this is this is it this is the next new thing and so i need to be a part of that but you know again like question what is it that you're purchasing in order to participate Mm -hmm. Mm. and so so, yeah i i had mentioned earlier you know fashion has become less and less art and more entertainment it's it's more about the celebrity of it look at look at balenciaga's new um ad line it's Kim Kardashian and, and and Justin Bieber. What do I care if they're wearing Balenciaga? Yeah, right? but but someone out there does. A lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I think like you said, like no OG um, design like that was that was innovative or like is different, mm-hmm. and um, that's what caught people's eye. Uh, it sucks that that's like a kind of like a, a curse because like once you get popular, you have to stay popular and then yeah. you keep the money and like yeah like uh like so I think one of the things that Steven was talking about uh, throwing shade at was like uh, uh Supreme right they put a box logo on everything mm. and then sell it but the OG like that was that was different no one really like um. No, yeah, no one really liked it at first because yeah, no one liked it one, at first. And like then... it's st- it started off as a skate brand at first, but then okay, you guys and might I... know, yeah, like you guys might know inform more information about this, but like something happened in the freaking timeline where all of a sudden, like it's the go-to thing that celebrities are getting and stuff like that. Like Supreme was like big in high school, right? Um, I remember what I only noticed Supreme really when it was with Nike SB. I can go on about Nike SB for what it is. I love that shoe brand. That is my favorite. Not because it's my initials, Nike Steven Bautista, but <laughs> but yeah, like I heard about Supreme in the first, but then like what is Supreme now? Like if you go back in time, you could probably put Vans in Supreme in the same category because they were a skate brand. Yes. But something that, shifted. Yeah, and and it's exactly that like Supreme started in 94. It's yeah. a single shop out in California. Uh don't quote me on that. I'm probably wrong. Um but you know this this group was only ever producing a set amount of shirts why because they were poor because there was no market for it because they were only selling to their friends in the skate community Mm -hmm. in and around you know the area that they started and so as those skaters came up you know they start rocking those shirts and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you know it's it's propelled and 
you know, whatever famous skater that came out of that area is now, you know, on the cover of whatever skate magazine wearing that shirt, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's then going to translate into, uh, you know, uh, it, like, like, in New York, there's there's CBGB, uh, a famous like bar where punk bands play, right? Um, I don't know what the Toronto equivalent would be, but you know, it's it's one of those if you know, you know, right? yeah. And so because because these skaters gained uh, you know uh, more 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 popularity, they they wear it out in public, and then eventually celebrities who are fans of these skaters are like, oh, I, I kind of like that shirt. And they start wearing it. And next thing you know, you know, Kate Moss is wearing it. And mm-hmm. she's being photographed by, you know, famous photographers. And, you know, there's that iconic photo of her yep. in that shirt. And, you know, it starts to become like, oh, like Kate Moss is wearing this shirt. Where did she get it? Oh, this one shop out in the U.S. is, is making these and they only ever make a limited amount. So that shirt is, you know, it, it's, it's nothing special, but it's rare that she has it already you know you can see it start to snowball and so supreme the monster that it is today is is still only making a finite amount of things and you know they get away with selling it at exorbitant you know prices because because of the desire of it and yep. so i i think i think i kind of touched on it a bit when we were talking about nfts and art but like you gotta ask yourself like what's setting the value mm-hmm. it, Yep, just just mm. like the stock market, man. Supply and demand, uh, expectations mm. of people. Just yeah, if if peop if a lot of people are interested in this one thing, it's it's going to be used as leverage. At the end of the day, all brands are companies, and they're just businesses that want to make as much money as possible. Not mm. to say that any creators of these brands per se are those business behemoths, but they just try to make as much money as possible. So anything will be used as leverage. If, for example, Little Wayne probably he, he skates. He genuinely liked maybe the look of Creative Rex or or Supers, those shoes, and then all of a sudden those popped off, right? Mm-hmm. Because they they used it to their advantage. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it's a uh, it's wild out there, man. It's wild. Well, we. Uh... This is this is a rather uh, it's going to be a longer episode, but I think it's it's important that you know one we we address our sort of styles and everything, but also dra- address what is sort of the problems with consumerism now, like, and to t- to touch on what Justin said, like, don't be, and we even said this in the first episode, don't be taken out alone to buy these things so that you can look like a celebrity make your financial decisions on other things like don't worry about what they look like yeah you might look sick and stuff like that for a little bit but you know we go again going back to some of our conversations before we look at the fashion that we had before and we absolutely hate it who knows what you could be hating in the next 10 years if you have that same shirt oh my god i can't believe i bought a two thousand dollar shirt when that could have gone to like a beater car that I could use to drive my business around, whatever, right? And so, like, make decisions, like, of course, based on what your morale is, but don't be taken out alone. Don't don't fall in this consumerism. I am a hypocrite already because I'm half half of that. <laughs> I do buy into these brands, but I, I could say that I could afford it. 
and I do like the head turns. But again, I feel like I'm half a hypocrite in this podcast. I'm a little bit of into the consumerism. So uh, I will say that. But again, you know, make make your decisions based on, you know, morale. Don't be don't be following trends. Make your be your own trendsetter. You can see that everybody that has talked in this podcast is their own trendsetter. Um, they are influenced by either culture or their um, obviously their interests, music, all that kind of stuff. Um, I and, mean, yo, don't ahead. feel bad for buying it. Like, uh, <laughs> no, I don't. Like like I said at the beginning, just treat yourself it, a little. Just not yeah, it, like day. like if I if I if I can buy it that has accessibility to it without me being like, oh, I have to go into the resale market to buy it to actually strive for it, then I'll buy it. Like, for instance, yes, I have Supreme stuff. I bought a Supreme toque in Japan because, like, it's available to me. I can grab it off the shelf and be like, look, look at you kids. Look what you kids are doing. You're literally buying the same hat on resale on Stock X when you could go to, I don't know, in Japan and actually just purchase it for like 60 bucks, 50 bucks. Yeah. It's already there, right? So, yeah. Yeah, no. Definitely listen to Steven's words. In all honesty, the best person that you could listen to is actually a hypocrite because they've been on both sides of the fence. That's me. Hey. <laughs> uh, you guys have any other other thoughts and everything? I think we've we've uh, said a I, lot. I still have clothes from uh, from high school. Damn, they still work. <laughs> Uniform. No, 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 no. no. Wait, next time. Yo, bring back the uniform. <laughs> I, I uniform look. That. I got the because baggy style was popular back then. I got the the bigger one, so still fits. Yeah, I got the <laughs> I got the Dickies pants and the two two oh. X long sleeve stretched out because oh, that was God. the thing to do. Yeah, Man, I'm busting out the lugs. Also, yo, I just want to say, Supreme New York. I'm stupid. Supreme New York. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh. New York, not a, not California, but you okay. still got the concepts and everything behind what it is. So that's that's all that matters. <laughs> you could have said like Supreme Yukon or Quebec, oh, and you'd still be right. <laughs> yeah. But as long as you got the concepts, like I don't know why I'm going into this, but if you go to no. university, you talk about the concept, but you can actually find the name, you still get part marks. You're still good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fucking bad. <laughs> no, I just need to clear that up because I, I can hear the people screaming as they're listening to this. Ron's gonna kill us, yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, when's Ron coming? Yo, yo he 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 did want to like talk on the podcast from time to time. He 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 does like this kind of stuff, and I think he talks a lot. Uh, like he's got a lot of good opinions on on fashion and something. So we could do a fashion part three sometime in the future with like like yo, guests. When was stuff. part one? What I missed that. Part one was uh, episode one. one. And then now part two in depth is this one, episode three. Okay, okay, okay. Anything else, guys? I think we can sign off the next second or so. Yeah, no, I think I think that's good. Uh, in the words of uh, Serge Ibaka, I don't dress, I do art. Hey. <laughs> okay. But what about scarves? <laughs> Shout out to Serge Ibaka who just got traded to the Bucks. Sorry. Uh, all right. Well, that's uh, that's it. Seems like uh, we've said what we've said. Hopefully, a lot of the stuff you can relate to make you think back or uh, make you think about 
your future decisions in a better light, you know, uh, put the well-being first rather than spending a whole ass house price on one article of clothing. <laughs> but again, uh, fashion is definitely subjective. So wear, wear what you want at the end of the day. Express what you want at the end of the day. Just don't lose yourself to these corporate thugs. Amen. 100%. 100%. I thought you were going to say... Everything. Yeah. That goes that's everything, true. okay? Yo, not just fashion, all right? Yeah, don't get scammed. Yeah, don't, don't get scammed. Get... Oh, yeah. my God. And, and I send me a message if you got scammed. <laughs> I, need to, I, need to, I need to put this out there. Uh, Virgil quoted as saying, uh, fashion or design is the freshest scam. Oh yeah, I read that. I read that. Take, <laughs> take that however you want. Design is the freshest scam. Virgil said that. He Damn. just scammed Damn. many of us. Damn. Yeah, if anything, just wait till there's a sale on sense and then you can buy your designer <laughs> <laughs> Shout yeah, out to use, Sense. Use offer code JapanBoys at one checkout. Try it. But try it. Kraken <laughs> sponsor us too. Sense. Uh Kraken. Who else are we gonna ask for sponsorship? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. More things will come up. Don't worry about it. Man, don't worry. Yeah. yeah. Man. Working man. on that cracking and uh yeah, 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 yeah. On I, I in a future yeah. episode we gotta talk about scams because I've been scammed many times before when it comes to fashion. Juicy. Okay. All right, nice. some spice. Yeah, thanks again everybody for listening. Uh, oh yeah. sorry, you wanna add something? Uh don't be a bitch. Yeah, at the end of the day, don't be a bitch. Whether it be taking that leap of faith, expressing yourself through clothes, <laughs> expressing opinions, don't be a bitch. Don't be a bitch. Right, thanks. Don't be listening. a bitch. Yeah, if you're, if you're given a Kraken shot, take that Kraken shot. Yeah, also don't be a bitch for that as well. <laughs> Is that our sign off? I fucking swear. I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll try it this time. I guess right, the next one in. Don't be a bitch. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Till the next episode, guys. Take care. Bye. Right, peace.